Hello and welcome. This is episode number two of the G Team podcast. Just want to briefly tell you guys about what we're all about. So we're the G Team, a group of young, ambitious, wonderful students. And we're all about trying to maximize our lives, maximize our potential. And we're trying to get this message across through various different platforms. We want to be speaking. We've also got a website, we've got Instagram, social media, LinkedIn. And now, obviously, as you're listening to Through the Airwaves, it's the podcast. So this is going to be hosted by myself, Uluswami Masaki, and my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Peter. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I, I, I thought it was my. I don't know if that was my cue to respond or like. <laughs> now we we'll get to we we'll get to introducing you guys um soon. I mean, we already told. Yeah, people know what the G team now is now. So um yeah, on to introducing our guests today. We have Shannon and Princess. Would you guys would like to take turns to introduce yourselves? What you guys do with the G team? What you guys do in general? And you know anything that you want to plug? May as well do it now. Princess, go for it. I was about to say, <laughs> but for you to go first. Um, all right. Hi, everyone. My name is Princess. Um, I'm a G2 speaker and webmaster. Uh, I study computer science at Loughborough. I enjoy sports. I play volleyball. Um, yeah. Gang, gang. And, and you hurt your wrist as well. That's a fun fact, isn't it? I just realised. Hey, hey, that wins, um, I don't know if I can top that really because I'm not that interesting. But um, you know, my name is Shaden. I go I go to Durham University. Um, so I'm not part of the Loughborough gang. But um, yeah, I'm proud to be part of the G team. Uh, I um, I do I do quite a few things here. I kind of you know mingle in between a lot of roles. But um, I think what I'm meant to be doing is editing. Um, I think. But right now I'm speaking. So so everything you know. Story. Jack of all trades. There we go. But yeah, um, I like playing basketball, making music. Uh, you know, um, fun fact, made a song for Chris Brown. Um, Please. And, uh, on the floor. <laughs> Big tune as um, well. Yeah, and that's pretty much it, yeah. So it says, I'm not that interesting. And it just drops off. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> by, the by the way, by the way, I'm, yeah, I made me, a song for Chris Brown. Me and Chris Breezy, you know, we, we linked up one time. I I, you know, you know so when you met, like, the, meet the G Team video, I, I didn't expect you to add that little fact there. So I thought, you know what? If, if people are going to identify me, they might as well identify me as that guy who, who, who did that. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. There you, go. there you go. As you see, in the G team, very, very diverse people with a lot of diverse experiences. And that's why we're here to talk about them, you know? But yeah, how are you guys doing? You know, in your, in your, uh, this is what we asked the guys last week as well. But obviously, with situations being different this year, how have you guys been coping? <laughs> that's okay. That's that's the answer I expected. But let's let's get it. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I think it's better than the first lockdown, but it's just it's just yeah. Yeah. need perseverance. It's lacking, but we need it. Honestly, I don't know where I'd be in this world without food. Um, <laughs> um I live 
on um, basically what is takeaway street for Durham. Um, and if it weren't for these guys, trust me, you know, free deliveries are a blessing. Um, mm. And I think that's what's getting me through this entire pandemic right now. Uh, needless to say, your boy's been putting on some weight, but it's okay. Um, works out in the end, you know? Spoke oh yeah, season. my degree. My de- my, I'm, I'm about my degree. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Yeah, no, that's that's also going okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's- <laughs> love that, love that, love that. On the back burner. <laughs> All right. I have a question for you guys. Mm. I just want to explore this whole idea of where you think you're going, where you thought you were going to be at this time right now, compared to where you actually are. So, one question. I'm going to ask you first. Ask me first. You guys love to pick on me. <laughs> okay. okay. Ready. So, what did you want to be when you were younger? <laughs> As an indecisive kid, I can't give you a specific answer. You give your top um, five. Top five? Yeah, top five. Well, it was to be an author, to be an athlete, to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to be a politician. Crikey. So, what do you think's changed between now and then? And like, <laughs> what do you reckon as a kid? I'm very curious, like, how do how did you, as a kid, want to be a politician? That's a good, I think it's just, you know, when you see things on the news and you just think, I can do that better, you know? <laughs> like, why can't you provide the basic needs to your people? I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the kind of mindset I think I had. And then reading lots of political books and just watching, like, lots of documentaries and stuff kind of fueled that passion. And studying politics yeah. and just, no more. Very interesting. Now, Shannon, when you were younger, were you thinking, you know, when I grow up, I, I want to be chilling with Chris Breen? Chris Brian. <laughs> what were you? What, um, you? what did you want to be when you were younger? To tell you the truth, my my first aspiration was to be a dinosaur. Um, hey, come on. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stay here and tell you that I had any concept of what like a career was. Okay. <laughs> I, like growing up I wanted to be you know like a dinosaur um you know after I realized that dodos which were like you know my my island's you know home animal uh had gone extinct um that being said I didn't realize that dinosaurs were extinct by then so <clears throat> that being said um yeah I wanted to be a dinosaur and then I wanted to be a doctor um okay. Uh, but but actually, to be honest, that's also a lie. I didn't want to be a doctor. My parents wanted me to, to be a doctor. Okay, um, kind of pushed for that dream to, to to go forward. And, you know, they, they pushed that so much to the point where I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, I want, I want, to, be a, I want to be a doctor. Yeah, why not? And then mm-hmm. I remember going to a few courses, like, as in, you know, at, at King's College, they were, like, you know, doing some demonstrations for year 12 and year 13 students. Um, I sat there, I was like, yeah, um... No, <laughs> it. It. Um, and uh, yeah, I was just like, you know what? Let's just make music for Chris Breezy instead. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a much easier thing. To do. Um, no, I I just ended up telling myself, you know what? I feel like you know life is all about doing what you know you truly feel passionate about. Um, and you know, despite it being something that would maybe cause a bit of upset to my to my you know mom and dad, um, and it did. 
um, at the end of the day, I knew uh, what I wanted to be doing was something that would personally make me happy. Of course, that doesn't mean I'm going to go ahead and uh, be a music producer, even though that would be nice and comfortable. Um, but, you know, it definitely meant that I, I, whatever career I, you know, I pick now or in the future, currently it's law. Um, it means that, you know, it's what I want to do. So, yeah, hopefully that's a good enough answer. <laughs> that's, that's beyond satisfactory. That is excellent. And you know what? It does open up an interesting topic. Parents. And, <laughs> like, how much do you think they have an influence over the direction that you take in your life. And particularly, I don't know, like, I'm just going to speak from experience and like, I reckon it'll probably be the same for you guys. Uh, our parents might have always had that mentality. You're either going to be a lawyer, a doctor, engineer, this or that. And like, how would you say you felt dealing with that kind of pressure? Like if this applies to you as well. So, just want to go around go around again like ask you guys um, Princess, I, I, I saw you grinning when when he was asking the question so you, i know you want to take it so go for it, go for it. <laughs> the funny thing is it doesn't necessarily apply to me i think for me it's more school and the pressure that school applies but in terms of like parents i think my dad gave me that freedom but he did have like what he wanted like tried to push me in a little direction but it wasn't like because you have to do that but it's more like It'd be nice if you maybe took this as a subject so you could go into this career. But if you don't want to, that's fine. But I'm just saying, you know, it was more like that. But for me, it was school. So if it's for parents, you can. <laughs> that's fine. The school, like, how did that work for you? What like, for me? Say who? Like with school. Oh, me. You want me to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Um, in secondary school, it was still more like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but my school kind of made it seem like it was okay. As long as you are enjoying what you're studying, it's fine. You don't need to know what you need to do. Then all of a sudden, go into sixth form and it's like, you need to know what you, you want to do. You need to know what subjects you want to take to go to uni. You need to know what you're going to do in the next 10 years of your life. You need to know. <laughs> and it was like all of a sudden, like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do everything, but I don't really know what to do. And then you speak to people who already know what they want to do. And then the teachers are like, so maybe you should do this, but not really asking you what you're interested in, but like giving you suggestions of careers that you should go into. And it just became a bit confusing. Like, oh my gosh, I suppose I have my life sorted. But when you kind of get out of that, you know, sitcom was very stressful. You get out of that atmosphere. Now in university, I do know what I want to get into, but it's kind of like, why did I have to feel pressured to know what I wanted to be in secondary school? When it was only really this year, actually, this September, that I was fully solid and know what I want to do. And that's because I chose this degree. And this degree isn't even something that my subjects would have kind of directed me to, because I studied, I did the IP. So I studied high level politics, economics, sports science, standard English, maths and French. There's no way you would have thought that I would study computer science at university. But the degree that I want to do is not necessarily related to computer science, but you need a STEM degree to do it. So that kind of suits me a lot because I mean, if I never kind of chose computer science, I wouldn't have been able to do that job. And I don't want to say what job it is because I'm trying not to. You're going to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, no, I get that, I get that. Blessings to you though, for, for real. Um, damn. I don't know if I, I, I could talk that. I, I don't even know what the question was anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Basically, just talking about like external pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I think for 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 me, I I felt that quite intensely. Um, growing up as a little brown kid, um, you know, my I think I think um, my my mom and my dad they they gave me the illusion of choice where it's basically this thing where um you know they had a very tough upbringing and as a result of that upbringing they didn't want me to experience the same kind of um you know thing that they did and in doing so wanted to give me as much freedom and as much choice as i could possibly have what they probably didn't realize and what i probably didn't realize was that was that that level of freedom was this <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, you know, um, whilst they wanted me to, you know, grow up, you know, with this like Western mindset and, uh, you know, and I don't think it's a Western mindset really. I think, I think maybe it's just a, it's just something that we've not yet come, like as a, as a, maybe as a society I've not come to terms with yet, like back home uh, is that you can do what you want to do. <laughs> um, and so for, for them, they, they tried to like, you know, digest that and try and push that forward, but they did a really bad job at it, of course, you know, it's kind of like, you know, yeah go out there be what you want to be but you know it'd be really really good and you'd be very very much respected <laughs> keywords <laughs> you know think about what auntie this person will say think about what uncle this person will say i'm like i don't even know them i was like they held you when you were a little baby do you not remember i was like no i don't i don't but you know if it makes them happy then so be it um so i think i think external pressures um especially from, from my parents, uh, you know, played a big role in, in my upbringing. And I think, you know, um, for, for, for quite an extended period of time, it altered my mindset in terms of, you know, what, what was I doing what I was doing for? Was I, was I working hard for somebody or was I working hard for myself? And I think that's something that a lot of us, you know, tend to get very, very twisted. Um, and that's why a lot of us don't tend to be passionate about the things that we do currently or before or even in the future, um, because, we, we we get it confused as to who we are doing it for um you know there are people right now who are working a job that maybe they they probably would not want to want to work because um you know personally they feel passionate about something else but really this is what um gets them the kind of like conditional love that their parents have you know placed on, on that. um and so um i think growing up and realizing that and then wanting to go and study like basically that kind of stuff made me realize just how much um, external pressure just has an impact on the way in which uh, people think, people feel, and uh, people behave. So yeah, definitely agree that it's, 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 it's a huge, huge um, pressure. Yeah. Sorry, that was really deep, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, yes, put it after Tran point. Transcending <laughs> to other levels. But it's true, you know. I think that's something that a lot of people go through, especially when we have parents who were raised like in third world countries with conditions that obviously aren't as good as our upbringing is as well. It's like, I feel like they feel like, oh, whatever, it's a doctor, engineer, one of them safe choices, right? It's like a guaranteed way for us to not suffer. But exactly like what you're saying, it's like, even I feel it sometimes. Like even now, it's like I always want to do good for my parents, you know, for my family as well, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but it's about how much of it is like, as you said, like I'm doing it for myself. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's still something that I'm trying to become self-aware about. And yeah, but yeah, for me, 
I don't think I think my parents compared to the rest of my family are quite open. It's always been pressure from my uncles or my aunties as opposed to my parents. You know, they did wanna. They just told me that you know, being a dentist would be a nice thing to do, but then I realized when I flopped physics in A levels, that I just want for that just one for me. So yeah, yeah. There, there you go. <laughs> I get that. Uh, Guys, what do you yeah. think about like the creative industry? Because I feel like when we were growing up in school, it's just you know mainly <laughs> emphasis on STEM, STEM or humanities, yeah. but creatives not really spoken about as much as something that you can be successful in. But growing up now, you see like a lot of people becoming successful professional dancers by creating their own portfolios or creative yeah. writing, the artists even. But you never really considered art to be professional you say it's just easier now than it's ever been like i don't know with social media and just the new technology that we have it's so much easier now to create content yeah and put it out and share it to like the masses like crazy crazy amounts of people whereas before you know you basically had to be elite like there's no way there's there's no way to like you know really wait your way around through the system like but now I don't know I'd, I'd also say it's like one of my like biggest regrets like from my school years I wish like I just did more like creative stuff same I, I think as well it just enriches you as a person having like you know you have your analytical side that's cool do your STEM nice but like creativity. I'd say it's probably one of the most important aspects to like what makes you human. Do you know what I mean? Like just that ability, like creativity, curiosity, like go into a situation, it's like, oh, okay, there might be a problem here. Like, how can I solve it? And I think what you find is like, people try to separate, oh yeah, you're a master of science, like, and then your creative stuff. They're actually quite interlinked. You need that creative side to you to solve the problem. And I think like, that kind of thing can be developed like, at a younger age, like when you're doing your arts, when you're doing like drama, when you're doing music, everything just like helps each other in the internet. But I'm not gonna lie, I definitely went off track from what the question was. <laughs> but I think I think it's important anyway, and I think it's good that nowadays the like people have more access and there's more ability to get into that field. Mm. 100%. Um, no, you, you I, th- th- those are all really, really good points and they're all fair. I, I, I don't think you will for the whole. Um, and I, I, I completely agree with what you said to us. I mean, I think with the creative in the industry, um, it's something that has become a lot more accessible as time has passed. Um, and I think also it's, it's a combination of that, but also back into like what we mentioned earlier about, you know, parental pressures and whatnot. It's not something that you, um, like, at least, at least for me, I experienced being encouraged to go into, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you know, that there is a reason for why, like, you know, we are all encouraged to become doctors, dentists, lawyers, engineers, and not, you know, a producer. Or, you know, not, not, you know, a photographer or, you know, an actor or something like that. I remember, you know, my younger sister, like, and I think it's, so, so, so the story I'm going to bring up next is basically um, just to kind of like demonstrate how those kind of attitudes have changed over time. So 
And growing up, my sister was not really always aware of what she wanted to do in her life. As with many other people, like no one really knows what they want to do um, until you get to a certain age or a certain point in your in your life where you feel like, okay, cool, well, this is what I want to do. So she didn't know what she wanted to do. Um, but growing up, she knew that she loved to, to act. She loved, um, I mean, she definitely caused drama in the house, but still, um, she, she, she loved to act. Um, I know, I know. She, <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, it, it was something that wasn't, it, it wasn't, you know, overtly discouraged, it, but it, it, was, it was a lot more subtle. Uh, and it was kind of like my dad was just doing everything in his power to kind of like, just <laughs> go, go there, go there, you know, be a journalist, be this, be that, but, but, you know, acting, be a little bit more realistic, be a bit more pragmatic in your thinking. Um, you know, is that what you want? Is that what you really want? But, you know, really he had to ask himself, is that, is that something I'm not comfortable with? Um, anyways, uh, so, but, but now my sister is studying uh, drama and theatrical studies at Queen Mary. And, you know, it's just crazy because it just shows how well, essentially my dad's become more accepting of it as time has passed because it also shows how, I guess attitudes in, in, in the wider world um, have grown to, I guess, embrace that kind of side a lot more. And you even see it in things like, you know, existing careers, like, you know, at least for me, I can speak from a commercial law point of view where, you know, pe people do appreciate STEM, you know, uh, uh, STEM subjects like, you know, and, and people who have taken those, but what they really emphasize is those who can, you know, who can think, who can like kind of like think in a abstract kind of manner and who can provide creative solutions to very complex problems. And that's something that I think is emphasized in quite a lot of careers nowadays. Um, so I definitely think it's something that's picked up, not only because of like, you know, uh, attitudes, but also because people are starting to embrace just how important it's become in everyday thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. This is sick. This is like, you know, you're in a, like assessment center they ask you these tough questions everyone's <laughs> just coming up with some mad, mad answers it's sick I love it, I love you it. know what if you ask me this in an interview setting i'll be like <laughs> 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 i'll be doing buster arms <laughs> <laughs> i'm friends with chris brown i'm friends with chris brown <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Get Breeze to come and Breeze it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah, I, I feel like I wanted to know. I feel like everyone wants to know. How did you even come across this opportunity to um, meet the man himself or, <laughs> or, uh, or work alongside him or work for him, you know? Explain your process. What's been my process? Yeah. I think it goes like you know how, how you meet about you know every, every other person you know I just I just hit the man up on on, on the DM yeah, 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 yeah. you know, bro it's easy isn't it coffee I'm not joking <laughs> that is definitely not how I did it um, so just 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 with the with the with the music itself it was more like um, I so I had been making music for ages absolutely ages. Um, and uh, it was only until recently where I actually joined another producer. Um, and came to form a, a, a bigger channel, uh, which we work on together till this day. Um, and so, like, he knew people in the States. I knew people here in the UK. So I didn't really have that many connections. But we thought, you know what, it would be a good idea to start sending 
out like batches of stuff that we had made to the record labels that managed these, you know, that managed these people. So, um, you know, we, we so, so, so we just started saying stuff around and I was like, you know, this is not going to get anywhere. I'm not, I'm not expected to get anything, you know, big or major. Probably just going to get this one guy who's like, who's like, yeah, I'm up and coming, baby. But like, you know, he's not, <laughs> like, like he's, he's not really got anything, you know. And the next big thing, um, you know, still, <laughs> his, his voice still breaks. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we, we, st- we start sending stuff around. And then all, all of a sudden, you know, like um, a friend that, that we were, you know, like a producer that we were friends with um, just hit us up and was like, oh, look, I've, I, you know, I've been working with this guy who's made some songs um, for, you know, people that's worked with Chris Brown in the past. Um, it was never our intention to work with Chris Brown. Let, let, let me just get that out there. It was never our intention. Um, I was looking for that guy with, with the voice breaking. But yeah, the thing is that we, we, um, we, we just started saying, okay, cool. I'll, I'll just send this to this record label and um, we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um, and then a few days, like a, a few days later, we, you know, we hear back from, from our friend. And he's like, yeah, so Breezy heard it and he liked it. And I was like, oh, okay. That's mad. I was like, in, in my heart, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm okay with him listening to it and liking yeah. it. Like, I don't need any more than that. That's my life complete. And he was like, yeah, so he wants he wants to do more. I was like, swear down. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was that there were actually three groups of producers on the beat. So we made the melody we send that off to our friend our friend laid some drums on it and then we and then we um that that friend sent it off to another friend um you might know him like he's he's quite he's quite big on like the music sector he's like his name is og parker so so he finished like the, the rest of, of of the beat um and on some cool like weird alienish sounds to it i was like and then you know send that off to to, to breezy and then like in August, I remember I, I was just about to go say happy birthday to my mom. So like, she's on, like, her birthday's on the 4th of August. Um, I go and then all of a sudden I get a message from, you know, from, from my friend who's in the States. And he's like, yeah, so check, check the page, like check, check YouTube and stuff like that. And I was like, what? I was like, it's there. I'm like, hey. what's there? He's like, the song. And then all of a sudden I just put it on YouTube and I'm kind of like, <laughs> I, like, uh, I started screaming and my mom comes into the room and she's like it's just my birthday what, what's going on I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just your birthday woman <laughs> I was like mom it's not about you go away now. <laughs> this is crazy this is crazy um, so yeah and um, I remember for, for the next few days I, I was just trying so hard to keep it to myself but then all of a sudden, like it just starts playing on radio, it just starts playing there. And I'm just there like, but I, <laughs> I wanna say something, I wanna be like, I made it. But you know, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been something that I just keep quiet about. And I'm kind of like, you know what, I'll just accept it, you know, right in here, right, right in here, baby. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, how, that's how it pretty much came about. So it was a long process of just back and forth emails um, and stuff. But yeah, it it it, it, took, it took quite a while, but 
we're here now. We're here now. Oh, you're here now. That's but incredible. That, that, is, that is so, so cool as well. I think, like, obviously things have changed now in terms of, I mean, I don't know for sure, but what from what I've heard in terms of music and how you can obviously get it out so much easier than beforehand, where I think you'd have to know certain people beforehand, but now you can obviously have your own SoundCloud page. You got SoundCloud, by the way. I'm sure, sure you do, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a SoundCloud, but we don't really use it. But I mean, yeah. we, we mostly we mostly use YouTube. But yeah, yeah you're, you're completely right. It's, it's so much easier to get out stuff as well. And it's so much easier to get, like, get in contact with people that you may you may, you may may know. And I think, I think that just goes for about any other profession that you want to get into, you know. Like, it's always hard starting off. But as soon as you start connecting with people and actually, um, you know, asking around and, 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 you know, forming real genuine connections with people, not just like, you know, I know you because you know this person kind of thing, yeah. but, you know, real genuine authentic relationships, you, you will start to see that, you know, um, your, your friends and your, and your peers could direct you and guide you in ways that you could never imagine. Um, and so you know, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm very happy to be where I am today. Uh, you know, like through, like through things like, you know, a simple, commercial law bright network internship scheme i'm here and it's just crazy because you know um had that not happened i wouldn't get to the opportunity to meet you amazing people i wouldn't get the opportunity to meet g um and i think i think that's you know it, it just goes to show how the world works in really really mysterious ways you know um yeah i don't know how we go into that topic but yeah that situation <laughs> highlights how you don't need to have a solid plan in your life. You just need to work hard what's in front of you and whatever happens, happens. Because I feel like people just think, oh, I don't know where I'm going. I won't be successful. But as long as you mm. work 100%, or not even 100%, 95% at what you're doing right there and then, then anything that could happen will come your way. Well, that 5% is for Netflix or something, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to just exist on time. No, 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 let's be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> uncertainty yeah no, that's, it's a good thing like you know at any point you could have just been like uh, let me just focus on school like why am I making these beats like why am I doing this why am I doing that any point you could have done that and then you would have missed out on like what was ahead so I think like Princess was saying it's such a good point like you've got you have resources like right in front of you you might not be like I don't know the ideal version of yourself just yet you might not be like I don't know like Metro Boomin. You might not be Metro Boomin right now, but like Metro yeah. Boomin was Metro Boomin like 10 years ago. Do you know what I'm trying to say? True. Yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah. True. That process, like, okay, I've got certain skills right now. I have people around me right now who are like just as motivated as I am. And like, let's work together and let's do something. You might not know like how great that thing is going to be, but the most important mm -hmm. thing not being like hesitant, like, okay, I've got a dream. I'm gonna work towards it, I'm gonna take that risk. And I think for me, that whole story, that's very inspirational to me. Like, just taking action, it, it just can't be neglected. Like, you, if you're not willing to take that risk, you're never gonna achieve great things. You're never gonna reach your dreams. 100%. 100%, no, no, I, I completely agree. And the thing is, you know, it, it just reminded me back to the time when I actually started like making music. Like I, I was twelve. We had like the, like we had like a, a small kind of like family laptop that you know everyone in the house shares. So you don't really, you know, you don't get that time. <laughs> Sorry, you don't get enough. To, like you have to. You don't, don't, you don't get enough PC time here. <laughs> um, so I remember I used to like you know just try and do like you know basic stuff, but I hated it. I just I hated it because everything like that I wanted, like like. 
the, the way I wanted it to sound just did not end up sounding the way it should. Like I, in my head, I was thinking, you know, like snare rolls, hi hat, good claps, and you know, <laughs> some something that you know Zaytoven or, or Metro Boomer would do. Instead, I get some like EDM Swedish House Mafia kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oops, 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 oops. I'm like, no, no, this is not what I wanted. Mm. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I, I gave up. I, I, I gave up. I deleted the entire, you know, like workstation, and you know, uh, I didn't touch music again for two years. You know. But it was on my 14th birthday that when we got another laptop, I was like, you know what? Might be time to try again. And since then, I was like, you know what? I, I've just kept, you know, being like just just going forward and, and, and doing what I've doing what I've done. And that's where like, you know, I, I am where I am today. And I'm, I'm so so grateful for that because you know, one, it just shows like, you know, what you can do when you just pick things up again and start and start going and giving 95% <laughs> to it. Um and you know, uh, but but um it, it also just goes to show like, you know, what, you know, how, how much, you know, perseverance and a good supportive system around you can, you know, can, 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 can do for you and, um, you know, your, your mental well-being, but also your progression, you know, in, in, in life. Um, I, I think, I think the importance of friends, family and, 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 and people around you to, to kind of like remind you of who you are and where you are like and what you're doing uh, cannot be like, cannot be emphasized enough. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna, tears in my eyes now. I just feel like right now. I need tissues, but I mean, I'm, bro, I think I need, yeah. I just need to go out and attack life. That's it, that's it, Guys, you know, a key quote for that is don't strive for perfection, strive for completion. Mm. We'll write that down right now. Mm-hmm. Say, <laughs> man, practice makes progress not perfect. Peace. Mm. Well, that was right here. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. But it's also like for me, you know how I keep saying, guys, I want to publish a book in December. Or mm. before it was publish a book before uni starts. Now it's publish a book before December. Now mm-hmm. I think it's going to be publish a book before the summer because, whoo, uni work. Because I know I'm not paying <laughs> 9K to just neglect my work. <laughs> mm. that, that's, that's amazing, though. How, where, like, where, where did you even get the idea to be like, you know, you know what? I'm going to write a book. <laughs> I was a yeah. kid. I was that bookworm. I would always be reading books. In my old house, I used to have like stacks of books that I'd read and stuff like that. And in secondary school, I remember um, you had the option to do creative writing AS level alongside your GCSE. Mm. But then I just stopped because, you know, it was a bit too much work at the end. But I did go to the lessons, but I just didn't do the exam. And then um, sixth form, uh, that's where it all just went downhill. (laughs) But then back to uni, when you had that, like, summer break where you get to kind of refresh and rejig yourself, like, you've escaped from the exam pressure. You can find out who you are and what you want to do. It was like, yeah, I love writing. I missed it during sixth form. Let me get back into it. And then that's when I was like, yeah, I'm going to write my book. And then I started writing it, but it was a bit hard because, you know, I hadn't written in a while. Mm. And then uni started last year. And then it was like, okay, let me just focus on uni a bit. But I still wrote a bit. I'm like halfway, but now it's like, oh, my deadline, you know. Um, but I think I should stop putting a deadline because I wanted to do it before I turn, like, I'm no longer a teenager, you know, before I turn 20. But I don't know if that's going to happen. So, Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe the, the the thing you should be doing is trying not to set a deadline and trying to say, you know, yeah. I'm not gonna get it. like like 
it's kind of like it's a, it's kind of like you're 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 placing a condition, you know, on it. It's kind of like saying, oh, you know what? Um, if I don't do it, it's not it's it's it's, it's just not gonna end up being where where it should be. I think what you should be doing is probably like just saying to yourself, uh, um, you know, I'm gonna try and get like this much of it done, like at this point, and get this much of it done at that point. But don't ever say, oh, the finish line is there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And and I'm gonna you know step by step, girl, step <laughs> by step. So no, no, but it's 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 amazing though, like how how you just come to you know to just saying you know what I wanna I wanna do this out like I, I just wanna write because and I'm not gonna lie, what you, you just bring all of that up just brought back memories of when I used to be to my mom like I'm bored I'm bored and my mom was like go write something. <laughs> I remember I, I went to go write something and back then I was really really creative you know I, I remember. I, I'm a, like one line I wrote in particular was like you know, um, like the book the like the story was about me getting up out of bed and going on going on some kind of like mystic adventure, but I write I, I talked about galloping down the stairs, and for me, <laughs> and I, I was like I was like damn that's a bar like, but but you know like um, you know um, I um, yeah I I I, I, I did that. And uh, I, I gave it to my mom. I was like, I was like how, how do you think that sounds? Because I, I don't know if that, I don't know if galloping sounds more like, you know, what a horse should be doing, you know? And mom was <laughs> like, dancing. go away. I was like, she, 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 she was just like to me, go away. You, you didn't write that. I'm like, I did. And she was like, no, nah, no, nah, you didn't write that. So even my mom was thinking, you know what? This guy's stupid. You know, like, like you know, he's <laughs> gone absolutely bonkers to be writing like it's a horse. Or like he took that from somewhere because what he wrote was just too good obviously i took the former thinking i was just like i i, I thought i thought it was just hella dumb and i just never did writing again i was like you know what? i'm never galloping down no stairs <laughs> but props to you though princess that's amazing and i really do hope it goes well yeah, and I feel like it's a lot, it's a thing that a lot of people do in terms of looking at the end goal rather than making milestones, like you said. Like, even with uni work, they say, you want a first class degree, but you don't set the milestone goals. Like, okay, mm -hmm. um, week five, I want to be getting so-so percentage in my, you know, exercises, my end of week exercises. It's more time, like, you just look at the end goal, like, okay, even if I don't do well in the first semester, I'll catch up in the second semester. But like you said, with the milestones, that would be easier to attain that goal that you, you want at the end. 100%, 100%. What's, what's everyone's uh, favourite quote, though? Because I, I realised we, we just threw some quotes around. What's, what's everyone's, like, favourite quote? So I have a whiteboard. I was literally about to, ask, I was about to ask this question. Really? Well, okay, not exactly this question. I was gonna say, what's your day-to-day -day mantra? So, like, not a quote as such. Okay, let's like, what, are your, what are your yeah, words to, yeah. to live we'll by? That one. Like, what are your words to live by, basically? Princess, go for it. Oh, you lot! No, no, someone go first. Someone else. <laughs> you no, know, we don't have to just say one. We can say multiple. You, know? you can say multiple. All right, this, this I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. This is like this is an OJ original. So. Okay, let me get it. I need, you, have to, you have to get it right. Make sure you get it right. So this is like a goal. I want to have so much gratitude that nobody can tell me I don't know how lucky I am. Mm. Yeah. 
Wait, sorry, say that one more time. All right. <laughs> I want to have so much gratitude that nobody can tell me I don't know how lucky I am. Because that way, I don't know, you, just, you keep a certain level of humility and that will give you like a certain... You can appreciate what's around you and you'll be more likely to, you know, go out and just do sick things. Because like, whoa, I've got all this stuff around me that you, you just kind of realise it. But a lot of the time, you can take it for granted. That's very true. That is very, very true. I think especially yeah. during these times as well. Like it's been hard to remember that. Because obviously we're focused on maybe on the past or the future, thinking that things are being better, but not taking the time to realize what you have now is already a blessing, you know? So, yeah, yeah that's facts. I'm just trying to find my quotes because I'm pretty sure I wrote it all down somewhere. Go in your notes somewhere. Yeah. Go have somewhere. Go, go have, go have <laughs> my 16s just, just, just ready, you know? Yeah, ready to spread. Your Prince is taking down notes right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have so much gratitude that nobody will tell me how lucky I am. You're going to hear me say that in all the meetings, by the way. Action then. Action then. Yeah, what, what, what's, um, what's everyone else's words to live by? Mm, see, okay, I... Um, all right, there's this one that I heard recently. I was just scrolling through Instagram and it was a quote by an Asian American um, actress. I can't remember her name though, but <laughs> okay. Ah, oh, you guys make me shout your pen and paper. It's not that big. Okay, basically, um, uh, you may do monstrous things, but that doesn't make you a monster or that may not make you a monster. Because yeah. mm. I feel like people beat themselves up when they do, let's say bad things, let's say, they lash out someone out of anger, they suddenly think that they're a bad person, or they probably went through a phase where they were just being a toxic friend and they've like, they've, they're no longer toxic. They've kind of realized what they did wrong and changed their personality. But because they were toxic to that person, they want to say, oh, I'm such a bad person, even though they've grown from that. So that phrase is kind of, it kind of just highlights like you may have done monstrous things, but it doesn't make you a monster, especially if you've grown from that. Jeez. Learning to forgive yourself, right? Mm. That's huge. No, but I think I, th I think it also stresses the power of growth, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, your growth shouldn't make people uncomfortable, like people around you uncomfortable and whoever, like wh whoever gets left behind in the process. I I'm not saying that 100% of the time will be their fault, but anyone who who starts to get a bit iffy about, about, about your growth, about your change, about your, about your you know, you evolving, um, are probably not people that you necessarily want to keep. What want to keep around, and I think it's always good yet yeah, to remind yourself that yeah, uh, whatever change that you do make in your life, whatever you know, wh whatever you do, no matter how big it is, it doesn't make you uh, you know um, any less of a moral being or, or whatever. Um, in fact, it makes you so much more than that. Um, you know, so yeah, no, I, I I think that really really does stress the power of growth, one hundred percent. Yeah, and you shouldn't allow people to put you in a box. Mm. Let the past stay in the past. Mm. You go right. You go right now, and like you can. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense to let that drag you down. It's, and like you said, especially when you know you've grown. Mm. But yeah. Peter, have you got? Have you got that quotes book ready? Man, these are all in general. Like, I'm pretty sure these are all from one book. It's just thinking, grow rich quotes. I'm telling you, it's just a. Uh, 
or every action you take is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Dreams are never born of indifference, laziness, or lack of ambition. Is that this is that the stuff I put on my um my whiteboards, right? I have two fat whiteboards. I haven't heard these ones before. Never wait because, because the time will never be right. Jeez. Um, I don't know. Have you have, have you guys seen his quote battle with 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 G on the podcast? <laughs> well, that was a time ago. I don't even. That I don't was, even remember. That was crazy. We always say we we always say your network is your net worth. That's that's been that's been one that we all have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true, you know. Never know, never know where these people that you meet will take you. What else we got? We. What was oh. it? Your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. I don't know whose quote that was originally, but stuck with me. So, it's yours now. So, clean it. <laughs> what else we got? You're never truly ready for something until you truly believe inside your head that you can acquire it. So it's like, so you know, believe and you will achieve whatever the mind can conceive and believe it will achieve. That type of thing. Um, now, now, now I feel like my quote is just dark. It was to the end so you could have like the big boy quote and <laughs> Nah, you got it. It's gonna be sick. And um, I don't know. Live today because there could be a pandemic tomorrow. That's a modern one. <laughs> <laughs> you made that one, didn't you? <laughs> that's actually my quote. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing you made that. It sounds like such a Peter thing to do, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna post this on the G Team Insta. <laughs> well, that that quote, that quote, that's so funny. G Team talks coming soon, by the way, guys. So let's, go, let's, go. let's get it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, no, you're you're making me feel a bit iffy about my quotes now. I don't even. <laughs> but you know, I like Loki. I read books, not even for the knowledge, just for the quotes. Oh, right. there is a good. There is a good quote. I think by. Is it Ralph Waldo or something? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's like I cannot read. Uh, I I cannot remember like how many books I've read. Mm. You know, even so, they have made me who I am today. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Where is it? Um. Just like. Yeah. Where there? There we go. Um, I cannot remember the books I've read any more than the meals I have eaten. Even so, they have made me. Oof. Oof. This is next level. Just like by Ralph Waldo. You, you of all your experiences, whether you can remember them or not. That's true. That's so true. Because there's so many things in life where I've forgotten that has happened, but obviously yeah. that has made me who I am today. Yeah, that that is probably one of the most favorite quotes that I that I have. But my my number one like quote for me that I think tops everything um, is just if you need inspiring words don't do it. So I shouldn't do my freedom. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. When I when I like that was the first quote that I heard that made me feel anything but happy. Like you know, like I remember when when I was like you know telling myself I lack motivation. And, you know, I, I really need something to like to read right now just to help me go. And mm-hmm. I just remember, I think it was Elon Musk, yeah, it was Elon Musk that said it. Um, and he was just like, look, if you need inspiring words, don't do it. I was kind of like, damn. That, 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 yeah, huh? I, that's, not what I, that's not what I wanted, but it's what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I needed to hear. I, I was kind of like, you know what? Like, and I think, I think that's 
something that kind of like highlights the entire kind of like theme of this conversation, which is basically you know, being passionate about what, what it is that you want to do. Um, and like true passion for what you want to do is doing it anyway without the need for, let's say, a, a motivational quote or an inspiring kind of like, you know, uh, you know, like, yeah, an inspiring piece of text or whatever. It's just getting up there and doing it because you know that it's something that you deeply care about. And, um, you know, if you do, then it will come. But if you're not passionate, if, if you're not passionate about it, then no matter how many, you know, quotes you read, no matter how many books you read, no matter how many people you talk to, if you don't feel it, you know, yourself, um, put the pen down or just or just, just walk away because it, it, will not, it will not work no matter how much you try to set in motion. I feel like as well, your motivation will definitely fall, like regardless of like what, whatever it is you're doing. Like you're saying, even for you like at the start, you, you ended up quitting doing the music, but you balanced that princess syndrome mm-hmm. the book and writing. I think yeah. it's important to recognize there are some times where like that passion will die and that's it. And like, that's like when this quote obviously applies, but then also don't just be de- demotivated like, and forget that, you know, this was something that you were always passionate mm-hmm. about and that is something that you probably will want to get back to. Yeah. Like, there's obviously like, that difference between Quitting when it's the right time to quit. I think knowing when to quit is probably like the whole basis of this quote, right? Mm. Knowing when like something is not for you and knowing when it is for you. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's, it's just not your time. Mm. You know, and I, th- I think me as a 12-year-old kid, I kind of had to just tell myself, look, this uns, uns kind of stuff is not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? True. Um, like you know, you you got you got to stop. Like you got to you got to, you got to walk away. Like focus on on algebra. Like you know, just just <laughs> do other things. You know, just 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 know that right now. And then when I was fourteen, I was kind of like you know, some just something out there said to me, you know what, give give this stuff again. You know, like mm-hmm. give it give it give it another go. Yeah. And I think yeah, as you as you said, Olu, like you know, um, it's all about knowing when's your time. Like when when when's your time to shine and when's your time to maybe to, to maybe say like ah. Oh, <laughs> not now bro <laughs> not now but yeah that's such an important conversation to have you know because i feel like with i don't know that hustling culture and everything is it's so looked down upon to obviously quit on some things you know when in reality in the long term when you can see oh like if you tried something so so many times and it's still not working and it's probably not for you you know it's better you put your efforts into something else and then, yeah like, as you said coming back to it you know it's like lose but do not accept defeat that type of thing you know so yeah i mean who knows 2021 could be very different yeah <laughs> i'm gonna keep it 100 yeah this might be a bit of a hot take but for me anyway 2020 has actually been a very good year like for personal like growth, personal development. I don't know about everyone else. I get like people. People. It seemed to me like it got to March and people had written off the whole of the year. Mm. They're like, literally, it's finished. This is. I. I don't know. I think there's like there's something to be said for like understanding that you don't know what's gonna come tomorrow. You know, like be yeah. pandemic. But it's like. Oof. Oh, 
Wait, was that? Wait, was that? Wait, was that? Was that? Did you, wait, did you freeze? I just thought I'd leave it on a on a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no 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 no! My internet my internet connection is a little unstable, but um, I don't know how much that goes. The point is, just like you don't know what's going to come tomorrow, so you might as well have that optimism. Like it's not useful to have um, to be pessimistic. Is basically what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of quote, guys. <laughs> Which it kind of links to, um, you know, what you're saying about 2020, and some people wrote it off. Mm-hmm. But um, there's this quote, oh, I hope this is the right person's name um, Edvard Munch or Edvard Munch, something like that. And it goes something like this it's not word for word, but if you search it online, you find the word for word. But it's like, from my rotting body, flowers grow from it. So that we're all dying, but as we're dying, <laughs> we're out, the flowers can't, it might, the way I analyze it, it's like the flowers are like your legacy or things that you've done to impact the world. So let's say you have, you know, your pr- production thing, that's like a flower that has come from your rotten body. Or even this G-Team thing, like the contributions that we're making in the flower from our rotten body. And when people think, oh, life is limited, like what's the point? There's flowers like China. Bloom? Blossom? Or whatever? Or when some people try to write off the rest of 2020, it's like you're not making effort to make your dead body look pretty. But the flowers. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with you both, you know, all of your business. Like, you know, it's, um, you know, people did, like, I think you can't get through a conversation today with someone without them saying, oh, 2020 has been one hell of a year, hasn't it? Oh, this year has been so bad, hasn't it? Yes. And, you know, not only does that obviously speak to their, to their you know, to their level of, of uh, you know, social communication, but also, you know, it, it, it also speaks to, you know... This guy's um, in <laughs> <laughs> it, shots. <laughs> it, it also speaks to, you know, just, um, like, just how much people are kind of, like, sucked into this idea that once the start of the year has gone wrong it suddenly says how the rest of the year is gonna go like you know i always see these kind of like memes where like you know and it's not just 2020 it's also like the year before and the year before that it's kind of like oh you know it's kind of like when if the, if the phase from let's say january to let's say sort of like april has not gone so well yeah yeah i'll just i'll just start again next year just, oh, we'll we'll have we'll have a better one next year like, what's that yeah. even mean Sorry? <laughs> it's like, what does that even mean? It's just, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Do you it's know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, it's, it's been a bad start. So, you know, like, you know, um, just, just let the whole year pass. Do whatever, do whatever you want. Don't try to be this more person. Just let, let, <laughs> let, 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 let it go. And then try to be a better person next year. That, that's basically the mindset, the thinking behind all of that. Yeah, that's I mean, that's like the whole concept behind New Year's resolutions and everything. Yeah, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. How people like, yeah, you know, January time this year, I'm gonna be doing up gym, I'm be eating good, this and that, and then it lasts for about a month, right? So it's like you, you should just start your know, New Year's resolutions today. Obviously, if within restrictions and whatnot, but mm-hmm. yeah, you're right in terms of there's there's uh, never a right time to start anything, so you may as well just get mm-hmm. on with it. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's the thing, like I I won't lie to you, like um like. If we had to put all like kind of the the BS aside, you know, I momentarily was sucked into that idea as well, where um, you know, coronavirus had hit, 
um i had just you know i had just started like getting into like kind of the the routine of regularly going to the library and studying because that was i realized oh my god that's my place of work mm-hmm. and you know it, it, it's such a vibe so you know Bucks. also fast internet speeds upload and download were amazing but anyways aside from all of that um you know that suddenly came crashing down as soon as i had just started like that routine it came crashing down you know we were, were confined to our homes and you know we were made to do online exams and you know just basically online learning and i've not been used to that before so you know it definitely put me into this kind of place where i was kind of like no no this is not the year this is just not the year and i was ready to write it off like everybody else um you know like if i had to be very very truthful um but then of course i you know i, I came back to my senses and i realized you know uh, just because you know you've had a few bumps in the road doesn't necessarily mean that you're not gonna you know make it to, to you know to the end you know if if you if you look at if you you know look at the year like that why aren't you looking at your life like that and saying oh my god like you know oh we've had a few bad years let's just you know start another life and do what you can't you can't when you're forced into that thing you, like when, when, when you're put there in this world you like it's it's you you, you can't just say oh i'm just gonna get into a new body and, and and start from there you know in this next life i want to be bangladeshi like i'm not, I'm not you know I'm not, you know i i i can't i can't pick and choose like i you know i you know it's you know this is you know this is this is the life you have now and this is the year that you're having so you know make make the most of it regardless of how bad it's going that doesn't mean that you have to suddenly be bad you know, mm-hmm. just because you're surrounded by negative people, just because you're surrounded by negative situations, that in turn doesn't have to make you the same. You mm-hmm. can be the flower that grows from that rotting, you know, piece of whatever. You know? <laughs> you know? We got it, yes. Yeah? Let's go. He's a wordsmith. I love it. So, so you know, like, I, I, you know, so, so, so you know, I, I ended up taking that, you know, myself, and I, I said, you know what, I'm going to start helping people. And, you know, of course, the, the commercial law internship came around. I joined the G team because I was like, you know what, this is, and I think maybe, maybe you know, I, 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 I don't know, you know, like the, the entire, you know, like um, what, what, what sparked the idea, but maybe it came out, maybe it came out of the pandemic, you know, maybe the idea for a G team came out of the pandemic. You know, we, 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 we don't know. I mean, I've got to ask you that, but still, you know, um, at least for me, the idea of, sorry? That's, Wait, a, that, that's a good thing as well like that's coming yeah out. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and that's the thing for, for me at least you know uh what i did personally was like i i realized you know i want to apply to law firms this year um but i also know of people who want to apply but don't have like you know the necessary resources and skills and 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 they, they don't have all the knowledge right that, that's needed to like properly understand what what the application process is like so i said you know what i'm applying to these two firms let me write up notes myself but then let me condense them and make them into a guide that I can then post on LinkedIn for free and everyone else gets access to it. And I thought, you know, it's just a small thing of, of making of making someone's day. It ended up making like well over 2,500 mm-hmm. people's day. But like, you know, like, you know, but but it just goes to show, Jeez. like, it just goes to show, like, if I if I chose to like, you know, let 2020 and the, and the whole pandemic consume me and add to whatever was rotting that year, I, you know, I would have ended up, you know, just, you know, not putting out the work that I did, I would have not ended up joining the G team. I would not. I would not have helped to like you know start a social mobility organization. I would not have you know tried to do any of those kinds of things. But you know, 
you know, you, you, you guys speak so much truth and that people are so ready to write things off. But really, if we just, you know, get, you know, just tried that little harder, pushed that little bit more, we could end up doing some crazy things, just like we're doing right now. You know, we would not be in this position talking to other people if we did not feel like, oh, you know what? I'm still going to try to do something good this year, no matter what's going on, you know, and whatnot. So, yeah, 100%. 100%. This has been really fun. Sorry? So this has been really fun. It, it has been. We, we, we better put like memes and whatever as much as possible in this stuff because yeah. I think there were so many times we could have added something on the side. We mean all you're trying to get a soundboard on this, you know. Oh. Next time, next time. So we design plug sounds and stuff. You know, you can make your own one, you know. You can bring it, you can bring it with you. <laughs> Why not? Quarantine radio, you know. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, it's just it's been nothing but pure facts in this episode. You know, it's been really, really enjoyable speaking to you guys because yeah, it's like with the G Team podcast, it's like I feel like I get to know you guys more, and then talk about yeah, things exactly. that we don't really talk about a lot or we don't talk about enough. And yeah, yo, if people aren't inspired by this, then I don't know what else. I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know for you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you will listen when you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Rough, yeah, rough, I didn't hear that. I feel like I, I'm missing out. I didn't hear the joke. Oh, <laughs> no. oh man. We're, we're, we're adding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're adding. <laughs> but yeah, quick, quick wrap up. Thank you very much for joining us, Princess and Shannon. This has been a wonderful time. Please uh, plug, plug your socials. Please plug anything that you do want to plug before we wrap this up. <laughs> uh, follow the Martians on YouTube. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's Martians with a Z at the end or an S. Um, Shannon.jpg on Instagram. Um, but yeah, um, hit me up. <laughs> oh. Ladies. <laughs> oh, my turn. Okay. I'm still a bit shy, guys. <laughs> um, but you can follow me on Instagram at Terrin Dosa, which is Erin with the T in front of it. And then Dosa, which is like, do. DOSA. Anyway, <laughs> and then I know you guys can help out by raising awareness for the end anglophone crisis in Cameroon. So um, if you just search Google, or even like, yeah, sign some petitions, raise awareness. She's a single Pringle, ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> on that bombshell. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. <laughs> when you're listening. Hope you guys have a good day. See you.